Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Good afternoon and welcome to episode 55. I just wanted to thank all of you that are listening and you deliberately listen each week and share. I just hit 13,000 downloads, which um, was actually a goal of mine to try to get to by the by May. So this is the middle of May, so I'm pretty um, happy about that. I'm just thankful that I get to um, be in so many of your ears each week, and I appreciate um, your trust and your um, motivation to listen. So I just wanted to say thank you. Today we're going to talk about bloating and um, what's entailed with bloating, especially from a hormonal emotional perspective. As most of you know, if you've listened before, you can always count on me to um, tie the emotional and physical together. Um, and when I last week when I was record last episode I recorded was about low estrogen. And I was going through some of the symptoms and things that um, just with the different estrogen levels and over those last few episodes. And I was making some correlations between the physical symptoms and the emotional symptoms. And there was just lots of things clicking in my head. So um, bloating was one of the ones that just really spoke to me. So I felt like I needed to bring this one up. Um, you know, whether it's things I've seen clients dealing with or even um, I've seen this in the past in myself. So I just want you to first, if you suffer from bloating, um, and, and when I say that, or just water retention, and that could be just anywhere in the body, not just the stomach. Maybe you notice different times of the month you are swelling in different areas or maybe it's your ankles. But basically, just kind of think if there's parts of your body that feel swollen at different times. And I know for me, it wasn't always just my stomach. And a lot of times I would feel it, like literally feel it in my hips or even in my arms or my um, chest area. I would feel like, like, how did you just like really literally increase in size is basically what it felt like, right? Um and so I want you to just like think about your body and where your bloating is. Stomach, ankles, feet, hands, chest, like literally like get, give yourself the list, the very specific list. Some people could see it in their faces. Um, so just let's figure out where your bloating is first. And then I want you to just, this is a process that I do with my clients and um so if, if you need to go back and listen to this one and redo, you know, do this process, but otherwise use this as an overview. So I want you to think of the, um, that part of the body as holding on to some stuff. So along with um, bloating and other hormonal imbalances, we find, I find and I've seen that there's... Um, an excessive strong emotion that you're not wanting to get rid of. So let me say that again. So if you have bloating in your body anywhere, I think it's really important that you sit for a second or and maybe it comes up really fast is, you know, what is the strong that even, I think this is also important to recognize is that it's usually an excessive strong emotion 
that your body's not wanting to get rid of. And excessive to the fact where you're, it's not really in check. So it's happening probably more often than it really naturally should. It's not serving you, um, those, those kinds of things. So I'm gonna walk you through this one. So if, if you have that excessive emotion, let's say my excessive emotion is um, anger. Let's just say that that's one of them. Um, that I used to feel a lot. So if, if that's my, the one that I can tell is comes to mind first is that that's my excessive emotion and I suffer from bloating. Um, a lot of times me personally, I would feel bloated in my lower stomach, which if you've heard me talk before, that's my sacral chakra. Um, that's my, where I hold my emotional identity. That's also where my female, um, organs are. And, um, what I want you to just do, so if I'm, if I'm going through this process, I really want to be able to understand this excessive anger, okay? So it's gonna probably take you just sitting down for a second, maybe asking yourself some questions with nobody else around. But the key is to just get out of your head and like really focus on your body. When I think about this one, when I think about the excessive anger, I literally feel a pit in my stomach and I feel about, um, you know, kind of a yucky ugh, feeling. And um, do I get that very much anymore? No. But does it creep in? Yes. So if, if you're currently dealing with bloating, then this is going to probably come up a little bit easier but um, stick with it regardless. So there's some questions I want you to think about that is really gonna tie with this bloating and this emotional side. So what are you being prevented or what are you prevented from doing because of the bloating? What are you not doing because of the bloating? Is there a hobby that you're not doing? Is there a job you're not applying for because you always feel fat or bloated? Um, are you not standing up for yourself because of the bloating? Like you just feel super self-conscious. Um, one that I find very, um, very critical with a lot of people is that they're, they're not being intimate. They're, it's really affecting their relationship with their spouse. Um, so see in a deep way what you're being prevented of. Um, are you not taking pictures? Are you not you know, showing up in the dress or the clothes that you want to because of this blowing, bloating. And um, kind of ask yourself those questions. See if you can really tap into some of the thoughts that are around those topics. So if I'm thinking about my anger and as I'm like focusing on my bloating, right? This excessive anger, is it allowing me not to stand up for myself? Is it allowing me or preventing me basically from doing any of the hobbies that I enjoy? Like I just get so angry that I can't enjoy any of the stuff. Is it, I just am so angry that there's no room in my head for intimacy. Like there's just no place for that. So then the next thing I would like for you to do is like think about it from a very um, perspective primal perspective so why would your brain really not want you to do these activities like 
yes, I understand that I'm angry and that whatever, you know, and choose your, like, think of your emotions. So why would your brain really say, okay, Dana, don't participate in any intimate behavior with your husband? Why would my brain say, don't go apply for that job? Why would my brain say, don't participate in that hobby? And when you ask that question, normally a fear will come up. So it's probably fear of embarrassment. Somebody else is going to notice the bloating in my stomach, right? It's going to be things like fear of rejection, fear of loss, fear of um, inability, fear of, and you could go on and on. But if you ask your body and brain, like, okay, what is really going in here? And why do I really not want to do those things? Yes, I'm blaming it on the bloating. And yes, I'm blaming it on the anger, the emotion. But what is really the underlying question? Now, this is going to take a little bit of depth to you. And you're going to need to really, really get into your body. So when you're, when you're asking these questions, like I said, it's probably a good idea to be quiet with yourself alone. Um, but you're going to need to pay close attention to how you are feeling physically when you ask these questions. So are you getting really antsy? Are you distracted as soon as you ask this question? Are you, do you get anxiety in your chest? Is there a huge pressure on your shoulders? So one of the first things I love teaching clients is to be really in your body. Get into your body, get out of your head. I don't wanna know what the story is right now. At this point, I want you to tell yourself um, the physical stuff that you're feeling. So is it a sharp pain? Is it a dull pain? Is it moving? Where you know? Tell me what's going on physically in your body before you go in and critique the story. So you ask these questions, you're gonna sit there for a minute, really just sit with the questions and then pay attention to really what happens inside of your body. Pay super close to the sensations that you're feeling. That it's a very sensual thing, and um, a lot of people have a bad connotation with the word sensual. But I want you to just pay attention. Is it like you get a sniff of something? You have a depth of a vision or things that you see, and it's it's really confusing. Or just kind of pay attention to that kind of a situation. What is sensually happening? What are the sensations that you're feeling in your body? So that's keeping out of your head getting back into your body. That's your first step. Now, the real question is basically, what would happen if you got rid of these emotions? What would happen if you lost, if you got rid of those fears? Like really, what would change if you got rid of this underlying fear, anger, that's causing the fear, right? Or I mean, fear is causing the anger. But what would happen if you really were able to just give it away. Like what would really change for you? And just remember that the body wants to stay in a safe place. Once it feels safe, then it can let go. So part of the problem is that you, when we're living in these really excessive emotions, our body feels um, like it's doing its job to keep us safe. When in reality, it's the opposite, right? It's, it's making it, um, preventing us from doing all of these other things, but it thinks that this is this wall, this safety net, um, 
and by putting up these emotions that it's going to keep us safe. So I really think it's a good idea to just contemplate like, okay, what if I didn't have this anymore? What if I didn't have this fear anymore? What would actually literally change for me? And this is the point when you really want to get under intimate with yourself and really understand yourself at a new level. Like some people tell me at this point, like, well, if I really didn't feel that any way, that way anymore, I would literally tell my husband everything I think. Um, if I didn't feel this anyway, this way anymore, I would really be able to like get the job that I want, create, get to the weight that I want, like, and really just get under um, that deep, intimate, and really understanding yourself at a level that you have been hushing up and not allowing to, you know, come out. So really a good way to do this is to understand, like look at it from a third person's perspective as if the you were stepped outside and asking these questions and getting some answers. And, um, you know, be super inquisitive. This is a super important part is to not judge at these points because as soon as you start judging, then that's very dangerous. That raises your cortisol level. And then we have your cortisol level high, estrogen levels can either go super excessive or drop. And so when we're talking about stuff in this part of the body, which um, a lot of times the bloating comes from excessive estrogen, but not all, I mean, it can kind of fluctuate. So when we're talking about that, we're always talking about that sacral chakra that I talked about before, that your female, the part that makes you female, right? And so when that feels threatened by you judging it, then you're basically threatening your womanhood and it goes into a very um, protective mode. So that's why you want to make sure judging stays out of it. You're just getting intimate. You're really trying to understand yourself as a friend, as someone that's looking at it, at it from a totally different perspective than you have before. But it's not until you can do this and literally step outside of yourself that you can move on to the third step, which would be like, get back. Once you can do this, you can get back into your head and you can make some deliberate, deliberate cognitive decisions about what you want to believe about these um, fears, what you want to believe about the success of emotions. And I've seen when people can take those three steps. First, they get out of their head and into their body. They get really intimate with themselves as step two, really understanding what's going on. And then step three, they're able to deliberately get back and come from a very cognitive place and on purpose choose how they want to handle it. But they have to have those first two steps to be able to deliberately do any of this and change any of it because the other stuff is just happening at default. It's basically you can't figure out what's going on until you get there and understand, or you can't fix what's going on until you deliberately get in and understand what's going on, if that makes sense. Just like there's the pump on our pool that wasn't working the other day and I didn't understand how all the mechanisms work. And I told my husband, if you could explain the mechanisms to me so that next time this happens, I can go back and see the process and understand so I could fix it. I didn't need his help that same sort of thing. If you could understand what's really going on in there, then you'll be able to come back and deliberately make some choices and thoughts 
choose the thoughts, choose what you want to do on purpose, and not let the brain go at default. But you've got to take it through these three steps. So if, take your bloating, right? Get, get, find the part of your body that's got the bloating. Just sit there for a second and think, do I have an excessive emotion that I'm holding on to and that I don't want to get rid of? It's part of your identity. All right, then you're going to take a second and go through the questions, right? Just what am I preventing myself from doing? What am I really not doing because of this? And then see if you can find the underlying fear that, that that's really from. Then get really intimate with yourself and understand that fear from a third person perspective. Really sit with yourself as if you're not just from a non-judgmental place, this is huge, and then decide where you want to go with it, What, how you want that to look, what is the deliberate thoughts and things that you want to do as a result of understanding this with a lot more depth. This will be one of the things, and this, if you do this and you follow this process, you're going to notice that the bloating starts to dec decrease. Your body no longer needs to put a, hold on to things, it no longer needs to put up an a protective layer to protect you from the outside world it feels like all of a sudden you've got it so it allows your hormones to balance out brings down the cortisol level increases or decreases the estrogen and progesterone depending where you are personally at so that you your body can get back to a good homeostasis place so I hope that this one was not too confusing but that it made a lot of sense and was helpful um, let me know if you have any questions. Otherwise, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, DanaPalmerCoaching.com. And also make sure that if you have questions about this, that you get online, message me, or fill out the um, on my website where you can schedule a consultation. They're free. And I can guarantee you that as soon as we talk, you'll be able to see there's things that um, and processes that you don't understand or know that you're doing. And it just takes a third person and um, we'll be able to show you where what, what's going on and where you could go. So make sure you get a consultation if this is stuff that is um, really sitting with you. Um, thanks for listening. I look forward to talking to you next week and have a really good week. Bye.